Welcome into the Clap Trap. Brought to you by Ultrasound Productions. Now also playing on 90.7 WKKL. It's the Claptrap, and we've got another big episode for you guys today. We have an interview once again with Big Tone here from Twitter. As I've said before, if you guys aren't following him yet, great content on Twitter if you're a Twitter type of person. Uh, he is big on college basketball. He does a little bit of NBA, some MLB stuff. He's into golf. We talked everything from that to even Will Smith and that whole situation. That is all coming up next. I do have to get into a few Boston sports things to talk about just real quick to start off the show. Just going to rapid fire through a few topics here just so that we can get it out because I won't be back again until next Wednesday. But wanted to get out my thoughts on the recent Celtics game, last night's Bruins game. That kind of stuff. And then it will be the big tone interview that everyone is looking to hear. But I just wanted to start off with those Celtics real quick. They had that game against the Heat the other night, Wednesday night. Uh, a game that was a uh, knockdown, drag-out battle. Something that it honestly seemed like it was going to be a much higher scoring game until the end when it really tightened up. It was a playoff atmosphere, I would say, throughout the majority of the entire game. Which was nice to see. The problem was... Yes, obviously we didn't have Rob Williams, and I think that that's going to be a factor. I've said this before. I think that the Heat is one of the teams that I'm worried about when it comes to playing the Celtics. I don't think that even as the most green teamiest green teamer, you can say that you are confident against the Miami Heat. And I'm not talking about because of this regular season game, though it did have a very playoff-like atmosphere. I'm talking about the fact that not just a couple of seasons ago, they showed you that they are more of a dog-type team. They have that mentality to fight, to punch you in the mouth. If you punch them in the mouth, they're going to hit right back. They'll get right back up in your face, whatever it is. And they didn't even have Kyle Lowry at that point. So I'm even more worried about them now. I think that they've got the shooters as well as the defenders and those guys that will get in your face. Uh, I, I mean, when you, when you go down the list from guys like Kyle Lowry, like I just said, to obviously Jimmy Butler, who's their number one go-to guy, and he was just hitting those mid-range jumpers like it's his job, which it is in that game. They have Bam Adebayo, but even picking up a guy like P.J. Tucker, who's just a defensive force, somebody who's going to also get in people's faces. You saw him jump on with Marcus Smart in that game. You got Dwayne Dedman, who is solid as a big man. And then they've got a bunch of shooters. They got Robinson. They got Tyler Hero. They got that Struess guy. There are some good shooters on that team as well. So, yes, I'm very worried about the Miami Heat. I'm worried about us not having Rob Williams for that, though. All these reports keep saying now that it's going to be even shorter, possibly, than the four to six weeks, which would be amazing. If you get him back for the playoffs, then then we, we go back to thinking that this team should be a even Eastern Conference, uh, you know, contender, uh, a, a conference finals contender, I should say. But for right now, a little worried about how things ended in that game. The fight that they didn't really show at the very end. They, they, you know, were missing a ton of shots, went cold, and then they just started complaining about the refs the entire time. That was tough to see. But it's really just all about that battle that you're going to get from the Miami Heat. They, they're just, they're dogs. I can't say it enough. They're going to get right in your face. They're going to, even if you punch them, they're going to punch right back. So it's not one of these other teams that's just going to roll over and die. And, and you saw that in this game here. So 
a little worried about that. They're going to have a bounce back game. The Celtics will against the, the Pacers. They should destroy them tonight. And then we'll move on to a Wizards game, which should be another game that they win. So, I mean, they're going to get right back on track. But I don't know. Uh, for, for as far as the playoffs go and everything coming up, it was a little worrisome to see that kind of thing. But as far as the, uh, the the Bruins go, want to get a little bit of talk on them. Not much to talk about with the game last night. Obviously, gigantic win, winning 8-1 to one over the Devils, which I had said this before it, earlier in the week. The Devils are a nothing team compared to, to the Bruins. That This shouldn't have been anything for them, and it wasn't. And then you got two games coming up that should also be relatively easy against the Blue Jackets. I think that they should at least, you know, outright win one and then at very minimum you get to overtime in the other one so like I had said five out of six points over these next three games will be good unfortunately the Toronto Maple Leafs also destroyed their matchup which was a much harder matchup scoring seven goals against the Winnipeg Jets so they are on fire right now it's going to be tough to catch them hopefully we can at least catch the lightning I would still rather play the Maple Leafs in the first round uh, over the Carolina Hurricanes easily even after just seeing that 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 game that we just played against Against them in which they destroyed us I don't care that we came back near the end they they put up six goals against us and we had to give everything we had in the third period to get back to a, a reasonable score so I don't know it's going to be tough there uh it was nice to see you know them bringing Clifton out of the lineup putting in Mike Riley and putting in uh the the the, the other guy there the Brown or whatever his name is who has just come on to the team so I was happy to see that that whole process start um in which you know, we can move move around, and I know that obviously Cassidy said that he was going to switch things up. It was pretty obvious that they had needed to do that. We also had guys like Smith out with personal reasons or, or you know, sickness and whatever, so you had to get some other players in there. Nice to see the McLaughlin kid get a goal. I don't see him having a, a, a role with this team going forward, though. I, I know that everyone's going to be like, oh, he's from Boston. Oh, it's he played for Boston College. It's so exciting. It's nice to have another Boston guy on the team, and he's just not going to have a role. I don't see... The one thing that I am confident right now is our four forward lines are pretty solid. I, I mean, the fourth line, I guess you could say that maybe at some points during the regular season, the remainder of this little regular season, McLaughlin could get in there for a few games. Once the playoffs comes, I don't see McLaughlin being anything for this team. He's just a depth piece. So that was nice and all, but, uh, you know, the whole the whole game was very easy. We were just scoring left and right. Everything was going in, so... I don't know. We'll see how everything goes with the Bruins. Like I said, it's going to be tough to catch those Maple Leafs coming up just because of how good they've been playing. Uh, you do have the two games against the Blue Jackets and then a game against the Red Wings, so you should be able to win those three before you play a very important game against the Lightning on Friday, April 8th. That'll be our next big game for the Bruins. But Let's get into the interview with Big Tone. We got a lot to talk about with him, so let's do that when we come back after this on 90.7 WKKL. The Claptrap with your host, Zach Clap. Okay, we are back again with our new recurring guest. We have Big Tone here coming back onto the show. It is March Madness time of year. Uh, obviously, he is a big college basketball guy. If you guys heard, uh, it was three or four episodes ago, I brought uh, Big Tone on to talk all about the upcoming tournament and things that were going on with him and his life. We're, we're back again because we're getting towards Final Four weekend. We got Final Four Saturday coming up. So I wanted to be able to talk about, uh, you know, everything going on with that, everything that's going on with uh, you and, and everything. How have you been so far? How's your March Madness, March Madness, I can't even speak right now, experience been overall so far? 
No, yeah. Hey, thanks for having me back. I had a blast last time, so I appreciate it. But March Madness is crazy, okay? It's crazy. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. Done more losing than winning, unfortunately, but it's been it's been a blast. And, you know, this tournament's always just wacky, so. But we're enjoying it for sure. I'm excited about the Final Four, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Uh, it seems like there's going to be some good games. I mean, we had talked about it before in that episode, how this was kind of going to be a wild tournament anyways. There was a lot of question marks in a lot of areas. So I'm not surprised that some people had, uh, you know, worse times than other. There were some interesting moments on there. There were some shocking moments. Would you would you say that you had, like, a was there a biggest shocking moment throughout the tournament for you at any point? Yeah, when I went two for 24 gambling. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw that. That was a little shocking. Hands down the biggest shocker of the tournament for me. Uh, no, but to, I mean, St. Pete's is obviously the story, right? I mean, but uh, for me, it was like we talked about before, the tournament was wide open going in and you're like, man, it could be anyone and, and look who's there. I know. It's, it's it's the blue bloods. It's it's the teams that you thought would be there. Right. And and I'm happy about that. I, I think we want to see good basketball down the stretch. So I mean, St. Peter's beating Kentucky, beating Murray State. I mean, they beat Purdue. I mean, they just that was a fun story. I, they have like a budget of like oh, like fifty grand. <laughs> you know, like right, they just, right. they're so underfunded, and it's it just goes to show you, you play team basketball, you move it, you play defense, you play hard. Who knows what can happen. And this tournament's just that it's those St. Peter's is a microcosm of what March Madness is, you know, it's just oh, yeah. chaos. That's, that's the biggest shocker to me. And I think what's, I think the other one that's kind of getting thrown under the rug a little bit is Miami. I mean, Miami yeah. was a 10 seed. I, and I think people did think Miami was a little bit better than, than they were. ACC was pretty solid, obviously, but that was a team for me where I was like, okay, everybody said it. If their guard play was good, they can make a run. If their matchups were good, they can make a run. And they and they were. But I think they were pretty surprising to me, at least. Yeah. Didn't they have a, a good coach, too, or something to do with that? Their guy had gone kind of far in the yeah. tournament before. For sure. And I think that, that McCuskey kid is out of control. Number right. 23, he just looks like a player. You can mm -hmm. tell he's the best guy on the court when he's out there. And he's frustrating from, like, just a basketball standpoint if you're playing him and a gambling standpoint because <laughs> he just seems to hit the big shot. Yeah, make the big play when you needed it. And obviously they, they ran out of it. Uh, I mean, Kansas just crushed them in the second half of that elite eight game. But that them to me, that that was the big story for me for for them besides St. Peter's. Yeah, no, and that was great. And St. Peter's, it sounds like they're going to basically what they did is they got it. So they're going to have some boosters now. Somebody like you said, they got like a fifty thousand dollar program, whatever. I saw their gym pictures of the of their gym that they're working at it's like the a high school gym that they're working out of it's crazy Dude, did you did you hear any of the stories going around i i don't quote me but i think a couple of them were like the place was just leaking like i don't know if it was two lane or somebody's coach saw that somebody's trying to fix a leak in the middle of the court and they're like we're not playing here guys i'm sorry my kids aren't tearing acls and uh I, somebody saw like the kids playing basketball on the court after being in the pool like they're at the ymca so oh yeah uh, a lot of good things coming for St. Peter's, I would think, after that, which is cool. Yeah, happy for them. Uh, happy that they'll be able to do that, that the kids went on a good run. And I, I think that with that kind of stuff, like you said, it ended up being the, the bigger teams, the more chalk teams that we're getting to the Final Four area here. We're going to have some great basketball. But those runs are always great. And if they can make it to the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight or something, that's all you need to do to be a Cinderella, yeah. right? So it's not... it, just goes, it just goes to show you how open the tournament was. I mean, you have teams like Miami, UNC, Michigan that were higher seeds. Right. These aren't these aren't little schools making it in, you know. Yeah. Everybody was just so 
it was just such an up and down year for everybody that you got teams like UNC, they're playing like one of the best teams in the country and they have been since for the last month. So yep. uh, seeds are funny, but the, the, the good teams always seem to get there. Yeah, and, and speaking of good teams or, or teams that are going to play UNC, I believe uh, we got the whole Duke-Coach K situation, that whole storyline going. Uh, I already see you shaking your head there, but do you like the whole Coach K storyline? Are you Do you like Coach K? Are you enjoying this whole part uh, of it? Unbelievable that it all happened, huh? Who could have <laughs> saw this guy? I can't stand it, okay? I absolutely, yeah, I love rivalries, and Coach K is definitely one of the best coaches in the country, or mm-hmm. ever, for that matter. Right. Nobody can say with a straight face, unless you're a Duke fan, that you like this guy or you're rooting no, for him. He's just no. such a putz. Like yeah, he just, yeah. he's just the guy. He's the worst. Okay, <laughs> the the constant reprimanding people when he's losing. He's the biggest baby on the planet. He's right up there with LeBron. And the problem is, is he's he's Coach K, so right. he gets a pass on everything. But like, I mean, you saw that the the you know the speech he gave. No, 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 quiet down, dude. Shut up, okay? Like, he's just it's you know he just wants the spotlight off of him. You know, that's all yeah. the guy wants. Give me a break, dude. right? Like that's right. all you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So not not a huge fan, but man, he's gonna be he's awesome for the sport. You will miss him, you know. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I think that that's gonna be uh, something that it just there's something about the guy that you can even just hate. I mean, there's a lot of I'm I'm wearing a Patriots shirt right now that t- teams or or coaches or players that you can go out and hate is still good for the sport too. So as much as people hate Coach K, like you said, I think it, it, it he'll be missed in some senses. Part of it, man. I'm a Yankee fan. People hate the Yankees just because it's the Yankees. People hate exactly. Duke just because it's Duke. Cowboys, Patriots. I mean, I get it all. And I mean, you're only you only get that if you're good and you built something, obviously. But man, is he exhausted? He is exhausted. <laughs> he is. He's standing. He's the he's the show me respect guy, but I'm not. I might not respect you, anyways. I might as, just... as he's poking you directly in your chest. Respect me. It's like, dude, stop poking. Me. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That guy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that ends. I mean, they could, uh, you know, whether they get knocked out to UNC or beat UNC on the way to a possible championship. That's kind of big for them as a program, right? That's yeah, their. This this is like the perfect scenario. I know everybody's been talking about it, but if you're a Duke fan. This is it. You have yep. to I – because mean, I'm pretty sure all Duke fans are like – think if they win this game, they're going to be Kansas or Nova. I don't know why they think that, but this is the one. If Coach K loses this, UNC's got – they're going to be dunking on them for the rest of their lives with this, you know, yeah. especially beating them at Cameron Indoor too, and then they mm-hmm. come here and they beat them. It ends it. It's over. Whatever championships, it's – I mean, they have it forever. And that's what scares me, okay? <laughs> it's like I really – I might be betting Duke. I really oh, might be because yeah. I just – I just, they're playing so good. They're making everything, and so is UNC. But, I mean, it's – I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be yeah. an interesting game. It should be really good. Yeah, uh, last thing on the on the whole Duke thing. Do you think there's any percentage at all that if they were to lose this game to UNC that Coach K would look at it and be like, I got to come back and do anything, or you think he's done no matter what? Oh, oh my God, are you kidding me? Absolutely. He is, <laughs> he's a crazy person. He's right. not going out like this. And it, something's going to happen, I think. Like, it's he's either they're either going to run him out of the gym, win the game, or if they lose, it's gonna be something weird, you know. It just like going and looking at a review or right. a bad call. It just got one of those feels to it. 
But, I mean, John Shire will have him clipped if he tries to come back. He's, there's <laughs> zero chance he can come back. But yeah. I don't think he will. I think he would definitely want to. For right, sure. right, right. Yeah, no, I, I think that you're you're spot on with that. And um, it, it seems like his kind of a move to do that and, and be like, oh, well, if it wasn't for this play or whatever, I, I should be coming back anyways, whatever. Um, but, it, you know, it's it's been crazy. I've been happy to watch it. A lot of a lot of crazy. I wish there was more buzzer beaters. That was my only thing about it. I, I feel like we were lacking those this year. A lot of great upsets, a lot of great overtime games, no real buzzer beaters. So no, no, I, I think you're right. There wasn't there for as many good games as there were, there were some real clunkers in there mm. too, but mm-hmm. I mean, you didn't have the buzzer beaters, but you did have some overtime games and you did have games that were coming down to the wire that were, that were, you know, pretty much March madness esque, if you will. But right. yeah, those buzzer beaters, we, I feel like the last couple of years we've been missing out on them. But, yeah. Yeah, still time. There's still time, but uh, part of it's they just blow the whistle every 10 seconds. It's unbelievable. Like college basketball needs to figure out what falls are because it towards the end of the game. I mean, it's it's like all the sports now. The stoppage stuff is crazy. Yep, it's the slow it down to a millimeter of a second, figure out what exactly happened. I hate it. It's too much. Uh, Replay is starting to ruin sports. But throughout the whole tournament, I had asked you before the last time when you came on about naming like the top players coming into the whole entire thing. Was there anyone that you think that stuck out as somebody who kind of jumped up draft boards or jumped up in people's minds as as being great coming out of this tournament? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure like who's eligible, who's coming out. The Cusky kid from Miami is the one that sticks out in my head to me. Like. I don't know where he was on the board, to be perfectly honest with you, or if he really was on the radar. I mean, he, obviously he's on the radar, but he's the one that jumps out to me. That He's the one to me out of the whole tournament who's taking games over, and, and Colin Gillespie. I mean, yeah. Colin Gillespie yeah. is – he can, he has a real opportunity to improve his draft stock. Uh, what's he on, his 12th year? So, I mean, he's got to be graduating, <laughs> I think, soon. At some so, point, they, they just yeah. let him keep going until he figures it out. Yeah. But he's a, he's a guy where, like, you think somebody gives him a look. He's just, like, so sound, right? Right. He does all the things right. But Justin Moore going out for Villanova is going to be brutal. That's their dude. That's their mm. guy. And they're not a deep team already. So I think Colin Gillespie's a kid who's already shown that he's a stud. But now right. he really has a chance to throw his team on his back in this one and beat Kansas and go to the championship. That, that would, I would think, move you up the board. Yeah, yeah, that would be huge. Uh, and and speaking of huge, what did you think of that Ivy kid? I didn't even really knew th- know that he kind of existed, the seven-foot-four guy or whatever from Purdue. I don't know what he's yeah. actually listed at. He's, he's huge, though, right? So it's crazy. Every time I bet against him, he's LeBron James. Every time <laughs> I bet on him, he, he has zero coordination. No show, yeah. He, yeah. He's, I think he's somebody who's uh, he's going to – I think he just needs some coaching. Like, like when I watch him, it's like, just calm down a little bit. Right. He tries to do too much too quick, but he is a freak. He's a game changer. Oh, yeah. And I think it's just, the, I mean, these are the big games, right? The moment gets the guy sometimes. You get a couple nonsense foul calls. You start trying to press a little bit more, and then you're playing not as loose. But for me, uh, that team was super disappointing. Like, you have four guys who can shoot over 40% from three-point land, and you have two bigs like that and Zach Eady and him. It's just, they just were a train wreck. And again, for whatever reason, um, I think he's another guy who is going to be somebody you watch later on for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I think he just stood out to me. I mean, obviously he's just huge, right? So that's easy to stand out there. And he just Uh, had some turning point moments. So, I mean, he definitely did stick out. He he was, 
he was a pulse of that team. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure he was, and so it's uh, yeah, it, it's been it was a fun run for them. It's been a fun run for a lot of uh, teams, a lot of players, and everything like that. But kind of getting back to you more personally uh, throughout this whole time. Obviously, you're big on social media once again at at Big Tone here on Twitter. Uh, if yes. you guys don't follow him yet, you should. He's great, very entertaining. Like I said as as before, great love the videos, all that kind of stuff. But how was the support slash hate on social media throughout this entire thing? Like, how how'd that all go for you? Ah, people are crazy, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, 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 for the most part, the overwhelming majority of people are awesome. You know, oh, yeah. I have a it. What's super cool is like the DMs I get. Like, people just send. Like, I have a bunch of people who just send me stuff with my face on it. You know, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just makes yeah. me laugh. The photoshops so, and whatnot. The, yeah. Yeah. Photoshops. That's how old I am. I'm just saying I can't even remember the word photo. My face on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they're just gluing stuff on my face. It's great. The kids <laughs> these days. But yeah, no, the support's been cool for the most part. I mean, it's a bunch of college kids, I think, for the most part, and right. they're uh, they're having fun with it for sure. But listen, you lose, people gotta let you know. I mean, it's I'm in people's faces when I'm winning. When I'm losing, I'm in your face too. So people, I have no problem with them giving it back. It's all in for the most part good fun. And I'm pretty good about handling that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like every 200 followers I get, you get the one guy who wants to, you know, kind of poke <laughs> you a little bit. There's but, always the trolls out there. But, hey, when you have haters, that means you're doing something good, right? That's yeah. Kind yeah. Of the... it, it's been fun for sure, though. Everyone's been pretty cool for sure. No, I think that you've had an overwhelming good amount of uh, people that are really behind you. I don't really understand the people who are – because uh, it is, and, and you are very out there, and you're putting yourself out there and everything, but the people who are all about, like, money this, money that stuff, those are the ones that annoy me the <laughs> most. I don't – it just makes no sense to me that you have to, like, what what <laughs> what is wrong with you in your own day that you have to, like, hone in on that one thing? I don't know. Bro, those people are the worst people on the internet. They drive yeah. me crazy. Because first yeah. off, it's like I, I'm just a dude. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm just – I'm really just trying to get people some laughs. I like right. sports. I'm giving my opinions on stuff. I'm not charging anyone for picks. It's nothing <laughs> like that. You know, I had one guy come at me like, dude, what you're doing is a cr- is criminal. And I was like, what am I doing? I, you know? I'm just and having just, fun. I'm just on Twitter, man. I, <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, I don't get those people. <laughs> it's been crazy. It's been, but it's been it's been cool though. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun when people interact. So I oh, yeah. like I said, the majority of people are are pretty cool. No, and I've, I've been seeing, too, also, we talked about this last time, but you've been interacting with the kind of the barstool guys. They've been kind of bringing you in through Twitter and social media, talking, going back and forth about all that kind of stuff. And I noticed one little exchange that happened between you and KFC Barstool online that I kind of wanted to get a little more clarification on. He had said um, that he had shouted you out, first of all, and then he mentioned that he had met up with him in Saratoga over the summer. So I was looking to see, if there, is there anything else to that story? Is there anything funny? Or was he just like a good guy to meet in person? How was that? Yeah, no, for sure. So um, a lot of them, like I said, a few of them have followed me online. They've been pretty cool and, you know, show me some support here and there. And I think they're pretty careful about how much support they show because they they move the numbers. You know what I mean? Right. So when they see somebody like me who's trying to do think they want to get a, a real idea of what I'm doing. And I right. think when they like something or retweet it, you know, 10 X. Right. So, right, of course. Uh, so they've been really cool in that regard. Yeah. Since I'm, I live in the Albany area. I'm a horse guy. I love Saratoga. Um, you know, my friends, my buddies, we've been doing it forever. So I was up in Saratoga, the horseshoe having a couple pops <laughs> and uh, <laughs> a, a lady friend that I was with at the time is uh, 
as a, as a big KFC fan and a couple people said he was there. So I said, let's go, let's go meet him, you know, and we introduced ourselves and he was about as normal of a dude as you can meet. He's very cool. He's taking pictures with a bunch of people and whatnot, but he was up there. His, uh, his buddies had a bachelor party. So okay. they were, they had a day at the races and j- basically just what he said, you know, he didn't, he didn't do a, the whole, Hey, how you doing? And kind of shoo us off thing. I mean, he sat there for a while and people were coming up to him. So we didn't want to bother him. So we kind of just went over to the other end of the bar and uh, you know, he came over basically and like, what's, what's the move here guys? <laughs> because you know, <laughs> like what's going on. So we had a couple drinks and uh, just kind of BS, nothing crazy though. Just a good guy, and uh, we've kept in touch ever since. That's awesome. That's that's great. Yeah, yeah he, he seems like a down-to-earth guy. I know sometimes he gets a bad rap for other things that have happened in his life, but I think that overall he's he's a good down-to-earth guy. And uh, like you said, I, I think that they want to help you out, but they also want to see what's going on on your own, let you do your own thing, let you, you know, branch out on your own kind of before they give the full, full, yeah, the full support and everything there. But I thought that that was a cool story. I just wanted to get a little bit more on that. But speaking of a, a – I mean, KFC is a huge uh, New York baseball fan. He's a Mets guy, though. I know you're a Yankees guy, but I wanted to kind of move into the baseball talk. I know we talked mostly about uh, college basketball and everything like that, but you're a big baseball fan, too. We we found that out as well. And uh, we're getting into the season, but I wanted to get your opinion on how the offseason has been for your Yankees, how you're feeling so far about it, Uh, because, I mean, the season's right around the corner, right? So. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, and your, your, your podcast will love this, like, we're dying, okay? We are <laughs> sick to our stomachs over here. For, listen, and we're all doing this thing where we're trying to convince ourselves it's going to be okay. We do have pieces. And I'm really trying not to overreact to the Yankee stuff. But what's becoming abundantly clear is that I think we're okay with just getting to the wild card game and losing. It's what oh, it feels like, and it's yeah. driving me crazy. I'm not saying the pickups we made, the uh, Isaiah Connor for Lafa, and I mean, I'm not saying these aren't bad or these aren't good pickups, but we haven't addressed any issues on pitching. We, I mean, we have a real issue with pitchers right now. Like Garrett Cole, I want a refund on. He can't pitch without spider tap. He throws, right. he strikes out five guys, walks out, walks three dudes, gives up three hits, four runs, one bomb. He's all over the joint. Monty's a nightmare. Sevy looks broken still. And, and Lynch is going to be our best guy in the bullpen. So things aren't looking very good, okay? okay? I will tell you what I do like. I don't mean to interrupt you. I will tell you what I do love. Marwin Gonzalez is hitting seeds all over the ballpark. And boy, do we need a lefty bat to, like, pan out. And I hope he does uh, because he's been fun to watch this spring. He's the bright spot. Yeah. I, hey, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm more, I'm much more afraid of your bats than the, the pitching staff. I'll agree with you on that, but same thing over here as a Red Sox fan, we have absolutely no yeah. pitching either. So I, I mean, it's going to be bats versus bats. I'm, I'm going to expect like 12 to 10 run games for whenever it's Yankees, Red Sox at this point, Dude, but overs, overs, yeah, overs, big All time. the AL East is going to be an over fest because it's loaded. I mean, yeah. it's loaded. Even the Baltimore's trying to get better. They're still only going to win like eight games, but <laughs> they're, they're, you know what I mean? But yeah, you guys, but you know what you guys have? You have a coach. And I don't know if Boone, Boone's not on the same level. I mean, he hasn't proven that yet. So yeah. that's a big thing too. Yeah, no, I mean, Core is great with the like a player's coach and all that kind of stuff. They all have his back and everything. Uh, Boone, you, yeah, he's got his ups and downs, I would say. But um, yeah, he's one of the best cheaters in the game. Easily, <laughs> he's gonna figure you guys out. Hey, Core, Core's Core's no slouch on the cheating side either. Let's yeah. not forget. He's, he's very involved as well. The Red Sox they just got Trevor Story. Do you feel? 
Are, are you, how do you feel about that move? I guess for the Red Sox, obviously he's coming from the Rockies. He's going to a new position. Do you think that he's going to be the same kind of guy or, I mean, the Rocky Colorado Rocky hangover is a thing. We know that. Yeah, so no doubt. It's definitely, it's definitely a thing. The thing about him is like, I just, I, I feel like he looks good in that uniform. Like he, he just look, looks like a Red Sox for whatever reason. I know that sounds so dumb to say, but you know what I mean? You yeah. know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin Pedroia, like in a Mets uniform, would it look right? You know, it's just that's it's that kind of feel. He's a good ball player. I think I don't think they'd make this move if they don't think he's capable of moving. You know, to be very perfectly honest. Right. And I think he's going to have enough guys in that lineup to where he's going to be okay. I, I think it's a good pickup. I think he's young enough still, um, and I think they had to do it to be honest. They needed some pieces too, so. I'm surprised. Um, I'm just surprised that they actually opened up the the wallet and actually paid for somebody. I thought that we were. I thought Heimblum was like, we're not spending, we're not doing all that stuff. So I don't know. I'm telling you what, bro. Like the one, the Correa thing is what stings. I think everyone because oh, yeah. everybody's like, oh wait, a one year. Everybody would have done that, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. I don't know if we all knew that was an option, you know. And <laughs> Minnesota making moves. Yeah, it's surprising what the, some of those players will get, but uh, just kind of you know, you know finishing up on the whole Red Sox Yankees thing. I've tried to talk about this in the past on my show and everything like that. Do you think that the Red Sox Yankees rivalry exists anymore at all? Oh yeah, definitely. It's yeah? it's uh, yeah, absolutely. It it will it will never die. It's that's that's UNC Duke, Michigan Ohio State, Yankee Sox, and Cubs St. Louis. I mean, it's that will never end. Now, what you do need is you do need some, uh, I mean, Ohio State beat Michigan like 13 years in a row, and that was right. still a huge rivalry, right? True. That's true. It's just it's just flipped right now to the point to where we can't win anything, and you guys got the edge in regards to just being the better club over the last 20 years, right? Yeah, so, up and down, up and down, up and down. Up and down for sure, but I mean, you have a World Series within the last true. five years, right? So, I true. mean, that, that and you weren't supposed to get it, so... Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, it's always going to be a rivalry. Those two uniforms, it's iconic. I guess I just want more fighting, right? I, I want more like actual, <laughs> like that's, I want to, I want to go back to like a rod versus Veritech punching each other in the face kind of stuff. Like I'm, that's, I'm sure Donaldson and Cole will be kicking the shit out of each other in my own duck house. So <laughs> that'll, that'll be, be, a, sure be it'll be Red Sox yeah, players I, coming over, breaking them up. I think, but you know what though? There's some dogs in the AL East right now. And I think you might see some of it because it is going to be heated. It's a bunch of sluggers and there's some power pitchers too. So yeah. I don't, I don't think don't sleep, you know, no, don't sleep I'm, on that. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a, a good season uh, regardless. And, and we'll see if either one of our teams can get any pitching involved, but yeah. Um, the other thing that kind of came out today that I wanted to really get your opinion on, or it's, it's come out this week, I should say, uh, is the whole, have you heard about the whole home run derby X thing that they're going to be doing? I don't know if you have. So they're, they're going to be doing this crazy new uh, home run derby thing. I just want to get your opinion really quickly on it. Basically what's going to be happening is they're going to have like old time retired players, guys like Adrian Gonzalez, Johnny Gomes, uh, Giovanni Soto, Nick Swisher are all going to play for, uh, franchise teams like the Red Sox will have a team, the Yankees will have a team, the Cubs and the Dodgers. They're going to go all around the country uh, to different countries and play this crazy home run derby game where, uh, you know, home run counts for a point, but there's going to be players in the outfield. And if they make a catch, that counts as a point. All this kind of weird stuff's going on. But 
The funniest thing about all of it is they're going to involve other players too. They're not only just doing the MLB legends, they're doing, you know, rookie players. They're doing guys from the softball, all those softball leagues where you see them cranking those crazy home runs. I guess those guys will be involved. And then they're going to have wild card people who are influential content creators. So I got to ask big tone. Are we going to end up seeing big tone out there as a content creator hitting bombs? I was just about to tell you, I think this is stupid, but if they call me, I'm out there hitting nukes tomorrow. Let's go. So, Let's go. Yeah. That's what yeah. I wanted. Uh, I, I, I would want to know more about it, I think. I mean, that's a pretty good little explanation. Obviously, they're trying to do something, right? I mean, they're trying to – we talked about it last time. They're just – baseball's gotten a little stale. I don't know if rolling out guys nobody cared about before is going to be a thing. I mean, right. um, but – Hmm, that's interesting. That's that's interesting. When are they planning on doing that? During so the baseball season? They, ha- they have a couple of different dates. It looks like they got one scheduled for July. They have one scheduled for September. I, I don't know. Like It's just coming out this week, so I'm seeing July 9th. I'm seeing September 17th. I'm seeing an, a date in October uh, in Mexico City. So they're going to be going around to different countries and doing stuff. I, I don't know. It's going to be weird. He's going to be televised? Yeah, it should be. Uh, so... Um, what, what a question that was, huh? <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I, probably, I would hope. Probably, probably but, I, TV. but hey, you never know that sometimes these these MLB they kind of shoot themselves in the foot, and they, it's like yeah, they try and true. go do something nice, and then they don't do it. The other weird thing about it is, I guess that the the home plate is going to be mounted up on a stage, and the pitcher's mound is going to be up on a podium. So I don't. It just sounds dangerous and crazy to me. So I, I kind of <laughs> want to tune in because somebody might get hurt. I don't know what's going to go on. So funny. That's it. They'll have red panda out there playing the outfield. <laughs> right. Yeah. Listen, I think it sounds like basketball. Like that. Right. Like, you know, They're starting to make yeah. that exactly. Yeah. So I, my whole thing is, it's like timing is everything, right? For right. me, like sports is a calendar. Like mm. July is baseball season. Right. I'm not going to tune into this when the Yanks are playing or if anyone's playing for that matter. Yeah. And, and other thing, like golf's on too. People be watching majors and stuff. I mean, I would like to know more info about it. But like I said, if they call, let's go hit some nukes. I'm in. <laughs> that's what I was. That's why I wanted to bring it up because once I heard influential content creators, I was like, let's get Big Tone out there to try. I, I, I will only put the pinstripes on, though. I'm not for sale for any other score. That's, that's fine. I would still yeah. love to see you out there either way. But yeah, I thought that, that was an interesting thing worth noting. Good to hear that baseball's trying to get people involved with things and try and do fun things. I don't know how it's going to work, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But you you also mentioned that golf is going to be on. One of the big things that's happening next week is obviously we're going to start the the Masters, right, in Augusta. And, uh, I I mean, the new news now is that we might get a Tiger Woods sighting. Do you think that Tiger Woods is ready to come back? I know. it's it's. I would love to see it. But do you think that he's ready to come back? When has it ever gone right doubting this guy? Okay. He's a machine. Fair point. That's a fair point. He is. It's Derek Jeter and Tiger Woods for my my favorite athletes, okay? Like, Love those it. are my guys. I'm a Tiger guy. I want him to come back, and I want him to win this whole thing. Of course. The problem is, you know, Jesus, who knows? I mean, he – listen. Does he even have there. a leg anymore? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he, he's there. You've seen, we've all seen the grainy footage from like the mm-hmm. treetops mm-hmm. of Tiger swinging. At least I have. I just tracked this guy. He's a psycho. <laughs> I love him. Oh, yeah. But he's, he's just, uh, listen, Augusta is Tiger. Tiger is Augusta. If there is an opportunity for him to even just be there on the ground playing, he will. I think that I read this morning walking is the big, <laughs> is going to be the biggest problem. Like he's, right. he's working out on the treadmill and he's walking, playing golf, but. I mean, four days of Augusta undulation, that's a grind, man. Oh, yeah. Different shots, weight distribution. I mean, let's see what he's got. And I think 
it's Tiger, dude. He's not coming back at the Sony Open. If he's coming back, right. he's coming back, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll see him there. It, I just don't think he would be there unless he's playing. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100%, and I, I think it's great. And I'm assuming that, obviously, we're all assuming he's going to come back at some point. Will it be for the Masters? We don't know. Um, I do think another one of the big things for Tiger and keeping him motivated, not that he needs motivation, but the fact that his son is so involved now and he, he's getting involved with it, that's going to keep Tiger motivated for, for 10, 15, 20 more years. You know what I mean? So That's a fantastic point. I didn't even think about that. That would be why he would be there. Even if he, like, if he doesn't play, it's because Charlie's like, are we going to the Masters this year, yep. right? Yeah. Not, and the free sandwiches, you know? Free <laughs> so, sandwiches, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, that's a great point. And Charlie's man, that kid's a stud too. We're gonna see him probably later in the future. John Daly's kid too. He's another. Oh no! Guy. I heard about that too. Yeah, that's a uh, hey. So hopefully the kids keep him going, <laughs> keep him rolling, and everything like that. But well, once again, it does bring me back to my point uh, that I, I brought up before because we had talked about the Calvin Ridley thing and the gambling and. How do you not have a guy, Tiger? How do you not have a guy that drives you around every? Why is this guy obsessed with driving and crashing his car? I don't understand. It's the one thing he's not good at. Yeah, no, nobody likes driving on Percocet more than Tiger Woods. It's That's, crazy. It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's so wild. It's, what's wild to me to me is he does have a guy, right? No, no doubt about it. One oh yeah, has a guy. Yeah. But I think when you just get so buckled like that, you don't even know to cut like. He right. thought he was on the other side of the country. Like, you know, I mean, uh, this, this no accident. I mean, nobody was around. He thank, mm. Thankfully, he didn't run into anybody. Yeah, he's got a problem. The bigger problem is not to be this guy. Like, it's Tiger. So it's just like, all right, we're, all right yeah. it's okay. Nobody's he's back out no, there. No, yeah, no toxicology report, no nothing. All right. That's yeah, where yeah. we're in jail right now. Oh, so, 100%. Yeah. Uh, but With yeah. that said, I don't want him to be in jail. I want him to go win the Masters. I want to be very clear about that. Of course. <laughs> we all do. But just come on, Tiger. Use your guy. Yeah. Go do the pills, yeah. whatever. But use your guy. I don't know. There's there's, there's never, ever a good reason to, to drive like that. You just no. can't. Especially, I was going to say, especially nowadays. But, like, there's so many ways to just not do that. It's not smart. It's stupid. You can hurt someone. And, and you just can't have it. So, Tiger, knock it off, bro. We need you. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah. we do. We really do. And I, I got one more sports-related question, then, then something a little non-sports-related to, to ask you here. But, uh, I mean, you're a Giants fan, obviously. And my Patriots just signed Jabril Peppers. So I got to ask you, are the Patriots actually going to be getting anything here? Is he past his prime? Is he done? I know he's coming off the injury. So This was big on the old text thread yesterday, okay? I said, <laughs> I feel like Bill is always either giving us garbage or taking our pieces. He's with mm. one or the other, right? Nate Soldier, yeah, you guys want it? Give Nate $80 million. He'll give him 100 sacks for the next five years. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Uh <laughs> Jabril Peppers, I think they're going to utilize him better because, one, their defense is better. Two, I don't think they're going to ask him to do – the Giants were like, hey, BDN, linebacker, safety, and cornerback. Mm-hmm. That's exhausting. And, and he's a good player. He's a classic, like, Patriot player where I think they're just going to let him, you know, they're going to give him his, his, his few plays to run, like hover around the middle – do that thing. I think I think they steal him, you know, to be honest with you. And Belichick just – he is so good at grabbing guys like that and getting one more little jolt out of their career. And that's – Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I agree, and I hope that that's the case. And I think that really uh, the versatility and then once, once Belichick hears, oh, he plays on special teams – 
sign, sign yeah. me up. Like that's that's yeah. immediately for Belichick. He's like, oh, he does that too. That's my kind of guy. And, and he he's an open field tackle. He's right. he's he's a good open field tackler, one on one tackler, and those guys like those guys. Yeah, I, I hope that he's coming back off the injury and he'll be okay. I, I like the the name. I just want to make sure that he's going to actually have something left in the tank. Yeah, he, he's been my guy since college. I mean, he's, he's oh, yeah. just, but he's a, uh, he's a freak too. And I think, I think, like I said, I don't think they're going to ask him to do nearly as much as a lot of other squads have. And I think it's going to help him. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. And uh, I hope that's the case for me. It stinks for you, but you know, that's how it goes. Uh, Wait, we're, <laughs> but... we're rebuilding. I'll talk to you in three to five. All right? right. Well, <laughs> Hey, you know, sometimes things go good for one person, not so much for the other, but that kind of brings up my last question that I had for you here, non-sports related. So who's coming out better in this whole Will Smith versus Chris Rock situation here? I got to ask, I got to ask what you think about it. Dude, that's not my fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> What is what is he up to, bro? Okay. And can we like listen? The the elephant in the room is her. She is the worst, okay? The absolute worst. I don't even know what I'm allowed to say on this thing, but I'm about <laughs> to go off here. Okay. You can't hook up with the whole goddamn friggin' Globetrotters team. And then he's the ass, mm-hmm. okay? Open relationships are such horse poop. Who it, Mia, it's okay. Listen, there's dog barking. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. she, she's mad at Will Smith too, to be perfectly I know. honest. Yeah. You can't do that. One, there's, I mean, like we've, it's everybody said all this stuff. It's like by now, like, but just to take away from the other people who are going to be there, you're Will Smith, bro. And by the way, the joke was so cookie cutter soft. I mean, give me a break. Everyone knows you're there to win the Oscar. So you're going to be part of the monologue or you're going to be part of the joke. And by the way, he laughs. That's why she's the most toxic broad on the planet, okay? Mm-hmm. He laughs at the joke. <laughs> you see, we see it, all right? <laughs> he did. Everyone gets the freezer. Oh, rock, my God. And then she gives him the eyes. We've all gotten those eyes once or twice. And you know what you did? You got rid of her because she's a lunatic. Yep. You can't have it. She's the problem. I've been saying it since day one. We've all been seeing him just lose his mind over the last year. And I hate it, okay? Yeah. Chris Rock. What a what a gentleman, huh? Because he could have went ballistic, oh, not yeah. like verbally. He's one of the most intelligent comedians of all time, mm-hmm. and and Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith are low hanging fruit. He could have bodied them, and he didn't, and he's going to in his next special. I oh, can't yeah. wait to see it. But yeah, you, you don't swear in your raps, but you just cold cop people, bro. That's <laughs> not cool. What are we talking about, dude? You quite the role model. Yeah, that's not that's not the move. Um, and and this was another thing that I I want to just rattle through the kind of like the reactions that everyone had. First of all, the fact that people thought it was fake was wild to me, and we can get into that in a second. But the reason I knew it wasn't fake right away is exactly what you said right after the slap. The best Chris Rock could come up with was, "Dude, what, dude, what the <laughs> yes. like?" It, he would if it was a if it was a fake thing, a scripted thing. He's coming off with something crazy right there. To keep it going. So that to me threw it out there, but I don't know why anyone thought it was fake. The know. other thing too is like I get like a couple things on that, right? In the moment, because I wasn't watching it live because no, no one no, was. Nobody was. Nobody was. <laughs> and everyone saw it on Twitter and was like, oh, what's this about? And went right. on through it. So right away, two things that jumped out to me was I at first just saw the slap. The noise. I just the noise. And I was like, huh. Now, Will Smith threw the cleanest slap oh, of yeah. all time. Yeah, so yeah. that's why it looks fake, too. But when Chris Rock turns his face around, you're like, that's a guy who just got slapped in the face and doesn't know why. 
it was just, and then, you know, everybody was allowed to think it was fake for the first five, six minutes, but then you saw the Australian and Chinese mm-hmm. feeds and mm-hmm. does Australia have the best TV on the planet? You can just say whatever <laughs> you want. That's fantastic. Barely. So <laughs> they send it over and keep my wife's name out your mouth. It's like, yeah, yep. shut up. All right. Shut <laughs> up. He's like, bro, it's a GI change joke. Like, yeah, just yeah. like relax. <laughs> and it was, it was just such an overreaction. And then you got Denzel looking at him like, real it in, Will. Yeah, yeah like, come on, and buddy. Then gets, and then he gets on stage and does the whole thing. Yeah, so the people who still think it's fake are absolute. They're the people who, like, were saying for years, hey, aliens are real, aliens are real. And then you tell them aliens are real, and they're like, yeah, but who cares? What about this? Like, <laughs> right. People just want to keep moving stuff. Mm-hmm. I hate them. 100%. I, I, yeah. I, I couldn't agree more on that. I, I mean, one of the other top comments too, just re- real quick. And I do have one other thing that you brought up that was great. But before that, uh, the other thing that everybody was saying, like, if that was uh, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson up there making that joke, does Will Smith go up there and still smack him, or does he only smack him because it's Chris Rock? So, you know what I mean? Do people think do people think Will Smith's a badass if it's the Rock? Right. You know, everyone yeah. thinks he's soft. Like, yeah. Yeah. Short answer is no. No. Yeah, he's not. Too- <laughs> Okay. If that's that's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You're not hitting him. And if you right. do, your hand's gonna fall off. All right. right? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's part of it too. But there's like that's classic, like, dude, what else is going on with you? That wasn't the mm-hmm. comment that made you blow your lid, mm-hmm. especially after all the things that have been being said, right? Oh yeah. Uh yeah, he's a little dude, he could do it. He probably has some history with um yeah, he it was it was classic, like bully which i'm all for but yeah. it was just but <laughs> well, when it's done it correctly just, yeah that yeah was, it was that was just that was just so out of line and brutal and and it was not not a good look at all for anyone no did and you I, see what jim did you see what jim carrey said i actually jim did, carrey's I, making I sense said something people, it's crazy right, right what did so, he say he said that he's like he's he, first off he was disgusted by it and then went on this whole jim carrey you know time space time <laughs> continuum yeah he's right but he's like, I would have sued him for $200 million. That video is going nowhere. It's up for the rest of his life. It's like, it's so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking because everyone's like, yeah, he shouldn't have pressed charges. Yeah, he shouldn't have. I don't, you get slapped, whatever. I don't, I wouldn't want him to go to jail either. That's just no. not how I'm built. Maybe a little, maybe a little, you know, a little, a little something on the side, you know, a little, <laughs> maybe a little, little envelope or something. Right, 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 right. Uh, but yeah, the reactions were just the, the crowd who's like, toxic masculinity guys shut up like what are we talking about all right like just it was not everything needs to be everything right it was a bad the joke wasn't funny it's all right yeah it was another joke no you can't do that and uh i i think the last the the great big point that you also brought up i saw you tweet about it was it the worst thing about all of this is it took all the attention off of people that came after that there was people who had uh, you know had just been first time winners and things like that that got no shine because of this was overwhelmingly on top of it dude point being i was like the poor the person who i my i said it on twitter i was like whoever won that award next that poor guy or woman like they worked their whole lives for it they're just trying to get some shine and someone was like yeah, it's quest love and I was like, okay, all right. Well, okay, yeah, well, okay. everyone right. knows who Questlove is. Fair Everyone's enough. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I get it. We all love Questlove. But Questlove's not a movie guy. He's not no, even branching no. out. He's doing something different. And it's not just Questlove. There's a bunch of people that do that and put mm-hmm. in works for that. Yeah. And that's 
that's the that's the shameful part of it. As corny as that does sound, dude, those are people's whole life's like trying to get to that moment. So oh, yeah. like, it's like as, as corny as it does sound, that is, that was a big takeaway for me. Yeah. And just like Will, what are you doing? Go like you, like she's the problem. Get rid of her. She's mm-hmm. the problem. Oh yeah, I think we all agree on that one at this point, and uh, it was just a wild scenario. So we had to talk about it because uh, I, I just I think everyone is talking about it, right? So that's kind of yeah. I, that, that actually reminds me. I meant to ask you a question. If if your wife or girlfriend slept with your son's friend, are you just cool with that? What no are chance. we talking about? All right, that's the last <laughs> thing I'll say. On, what are we talking about? Yeah, it's, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. There's no way it's that good, Will. Uh, you, you can find something <laughs> yeah. else. You're Will Smith, yeah, man. Figure yeah. it out. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's got to be something. But, hey, I appreciate you coming on again. A big tone. This was a lot of fun, just as always. Um, I, I'm going to want to try and follow up with you again during the baseball season. I also saw that you're going to try and get into the NBA stuff for your picks and everything. Is that the yeah. next move? Yeah, so uh, NBA will be here and there. I'm more of like okay. a playoffs guy in the NBA. But basketball season's going. Basketball itch is going. I'm going to do a Tony's take here in a little bit for some NBA games tonight. Love it. Um and then, then once once uh, March Madness ends, we kind of slow it down a little bit, take a little break, and then dive into baseball. All right. Very, very good. Looking very forward good. forward to it. Like Thank it. you for having me, man. This is always fun. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. We'll definitely try and get you back on there. And like I said before, if you don't follow him yet, it's Big Tone here on Twitter. Like I said, great, great entertainment, great content, great videos. Uh, so go give him a follow. You, you will not be disappointed, I promise you guys. But, uh, yeah, once again, thank you. Thank you, Big Tone, and I'm sure we'll talk to you in the future. Thanks, everyone. Appreciate it. Reminder, once again, this will be up as a podcast. Anywhere podcasts are found. If you missed any part of the interview or the show and want to go back and listen along, just search The Claptrap. You'll be able to find that. Also, we're up on Twitter at The Claptrap, Instagram at The Claptrap. So follow along there. Uh, Appreciate you guys tuning in this week. Keep it right here on 90.7 WKKL for more of the Capes Classic Alternative.